geez, you know, I've talked with this client on four separate calls trying to work with her through her blocks on moving forward with me. Uh, what? Full stop. I am so tired of seeing this in Facebook groups. Are you? Facebook groups, mastermind calls, group calls, all of the above. People need to understand that this person is not a client. They are a prospect. And if they have that many blocks that they can't even start working with you, then you need to stop giving them that client level energy. You feel me? So how can you embrace the distinction between client and prospect? Let's get into it. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, the radically authentic marketing and branding consultancy for coaches, consultants, and service providers. So I have seen this pop up so many times in Facebook groups, and I am over it. I've been having this discussion since I was a freelance content writer, since I was heading up my own content agency, and even now that I am operating as a brand and marketing consultant myself, I'm still seeing this pop up in groups and in phone calls and discussions. You know, people saying, oh, you know, I I have a, a client and I've been working on on getting her past her blocks or I've been working him on getting past his blocks so they'll work with me. No, 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 no. <laughs> so that person's not a client. And we've got way too many people here acting out of pocket and treating prospects like clients. The two are not the same. And I have to ask you, have you considered what you're sacrificing by spending all of that time giving prospects free coaching and consulting? Yes, I said it. You're giving them free coaching and consulting when you do this, and it's probably not going to help them because it's completely out of sequence. It's completely out of order in terms of the way that you run your process. Yes, yes, don't at me, okay? I know the sales process may mean more than one call. Highly encouraged. That's not what I'm talking about. You need to put boundaries on your time. And, and exactly how long you're going to be talking to people and exactly where you're going to draw the line at, hey, this person clearly is not ready to make a decision, okay? Don't let them repeatedly pick your brain for free. So we've got coaches, and this happens all the time, especially with consultants and service providers, but y'all will give away the whole damn store. You will give away the whole thing. They'll be like, can you just, I, I think I want to move forward. I'm not sure. Can you just take a look at my social media? Or can you just take a look at my my systems for my email marketing? Can you just take a, see where that's going? And so then you are just taking a look and giving live feedback and advice, 
right? So we've got people who do free coaching on accident or unintentionally, but there are plenty of service providers and consultants who are out here giving away free consulting because they're like, oh, if I just do this, I feel it like they're going to move forward with me. No, stop it. Yes, you may need to nurture over time. Nurturing over time is different than allowing prospects to turn your sales calls or alignment sessions or discovery calls into coaching and consulting calls. There is a huge difference there. So <laughs> I've got a funny, kind of funny a, like comparison for you. So compare this to a sexual relationship or a romantic relationship with, with sexual components to it. You're trying to convince this person to get into bed with you, but they seemingly don't want to, right? Like at least not enough to actually get in the bed with you. So it would be like, hey, do you want to come back to my place? And they're like, uh, you know, I have to get up early in the morning. And you're like, no, no, that's totally fine. You know, you could just stay for a little while and then you'll go home and it's only 10 o'clock. You can still get plenty of rest. And then they go, oh, but I think I left, you know, the oven on in my house and I don't want it to burn down. And then and then you're like, oh, okay, so do you just want to go there first? And then, you know, maybe we could go back to your place instead so you could turn off your oven and we can hang out. And then you say, or then they say, oh, but my place is such a mess. You see how awkward that sounds? Like they don't want to sleep with you. So stop, stop it, right? What you should be aiming for in any sexual relationship is enthusiastic consent because consent is sexy. But taking this back to business, what you're aiming for is people joyfully opting in, people raising their hands enthusiastically. It's a metaphorical hand, right? I'm not saying they're actually on the Zoom call raising their hand. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So what does joyfully opting in, what does enthusiastically putting their metaphorical hand in the air look like? They might say something like, I'm, I'm ready to start. I was ready to start last week. How do I pay you? Or take my money. Yes, somebody has said that to me. <laughs> this is exactly what I've been looking for. I really thought you'd charge more. Might be something they say. Maybe you should be charging more. I don't know. Some people might say, you know, I expected something around this price range. So I'm absolutely prepared. And I really think your program's worth it. I'm ready. That's what enthusiastically opting in looks like. That's what joyfully opting in looks like. And so by not having a firm line between who is a prospect and who is a client, you leave yourself open to be taken advantage of. That is all. You leave yourself open to ta being taken advantage of. And not it's not that every prospect who blurs these lines or, or allows you to blur the lines is malicious. But if you are giving it away for free, if they know they can always turn to you to get this free advice, why would they move forward doing anything else? You have not clearly shown them the difference between, hey, you haven't paid me yet. You haven't invested yet. You haven't decided to move forward with our relationship yet and actually being a client. You have not shown them that line. So embrace the difference. A prospect hasn't signed a contract with you. A prospect hasn't paid you. A prospect hasn't opted into your brand and the, and the brand world that you're building. So don't fall in love with their potential. You cannot want it 
more than them. And that's one of the symptoms I see in a lot of like when people are asking for advice in Facebook groups or on coaching calls or, or you know, group calls or whatever, mastermind calls. Oh, I just know that once they sign, we're going to be able to do this and we're going to make just sweet, beautiful, beautiful, you know, coaching, you know, babies together or, you know, marketing babies together or sales babies together or whatever it is that that you're offering. You guys are just going to, you know, just have this beautiful relationship and you're already planning the metaphorical wedding, even though this person hasn't even agreed to go on a first date with you. Yeah, you are planning the wedding and this person has not agreed to go on a first date with you. A client, though. A client has a contract. They have invested in your services. They have joyfully entered your brand world. A a joyful entrance into the brand world is like children and a lot of adults entering Disney World. Like they've got the hat on. They might have the shirt on. They may have their cup of their mug, their Mickey mug. You know what I'm saying? They got a bag that's got, you know, Donald Duck on it. They are so happy to be here. They're happy for themselves and they are excited to see how you're going to be able to help them take the next steps in whatever direction you're helping them do. So I just want you to keep in mind, you cannot want it more than they want it. You have to treat your clients like adults with decision-making capabilities. You have to. I'm not saying that once they get into your program, you're not doing a lot of hand-holding and guiding and, and all of that. I'm not saying that at all. But they have to at least be confident enough in themselves and confident enough in you to be able to make the choice to move forward. They need to be able to at least see that far into the future. And so when you have people who are willing to take up your time, get free coaching, consulting or other services from you without paying you, without a a contract in place, you just leave yourself open to be incredibly disappointed having wasted a lot of time, and time is money, especially when you have a service-based business. You leave yourself open to harm to your business. And who knows who you weren't able to help? Who knows you know, how your client support actually suffered because you spent so much time helping somebody who actually did not want it? We have to be willing to treat our clients like grown-ass adults. And I keep saying that, and I will continue to say that. I don't need my clients to be able to see, oh, yeah, and I know exactly how my authentic brand is going to look like. I know exactly how my live streams are going to look like and what my video structure will look like. I don't need my clients to know all of that. I need them to be confident in me and confident enough in themselves that they know partnering with me to help them is the right answer for them at this time for this business. Right place, right time, right message. So please understand the difference. And if you know somebody who struggles with this, who, you know, keeps doing free test projects or continues to take calls from people that obviously aren't ready to move forward, please send them this episode. It's a shorter one than normal. And hopefully it packs the punch to help them kind of really sit down and write down what a prospect looks like for me and my business and what a client looks like for me and my businesses or me and my business and the privileges and boundaries associated with both of those. Thank you so much for listening to this. And again, please forward it to somebody if you know they need help. If you are in a Facebook group where people keep telling these types of stories, share the the podcast episode there and maybe that will help anybody in the group who keeps struggling with this. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.